tell me what you're doing here. Let's flip a coin. As I tell you tales, we go out on a date. <laughs> Warning, Otaku contains adult language and discussion. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. <laughs> It's over 9,000! Welcome, everybody, back to the world of Otaku here on the Rain Man Network, RainmanDigital.com. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and. What am I forgetting, Mike? Tune in? Are we still on tune in? No. 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 iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Spotify. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I never forgot fucking Spotify. And also、My、the website、Spotify. is Rayman Digital Media. Oh, RaymanDigitalMedia.com. What are you, Greg? I don't know. I, I was coming in hot. I was like, I fucking got this. And I think what we're talking about today got me a little bit too excited and I kind of forgot you know,、yeah. all, the, all the plugs and everything. But it's all right. We are back and we are going to be talking about、uh, over the July 4th weekend. Uh, we had Anime Expo Lite and Funimation Con. Both were virtual cons because, as we all know right now, nobody can do a fucking thing thanks to COVID 19. Did you actually watch the, the virtual con? I watched as much as I could. There was so much going on because Anime Expo had two streams and、yeah. so did Funimation Con. So I had to like jump back and forth between what I was watching, between the big announcements and then kind of the other little things that I wanted、mm-hmm. to see. So it was kind of. It was a lot and it was great. What was the, okay, so what was the experience like? Because a lot of people are kind of skeptical about these virtual cons and how they're all going to play out. What was your overall experience? So I thought that they were, they were both put on really well. I thought Anime Expo Lite had a little bit of an edge over Funimation Con、mm-hmm. uh, because Funimation, they said, oh, hey, all our times are in Central. And then Anime Expo was like, hey, we're all in Pacific time. So you can kind of like jump from there as you、okay. go back east. Like, Funimation Con, you're kind of like, shit. Okay, what am I two hours? Are, they two, are we two hours behind? Are we an hour behind? Fuck. So it kind of like would miss some stuff. And like, thankfully, you know, they had recaps where you could go back and watch it that same day, like rewatch what had already kind of happened.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think for, for these, they did really well.、Uh, I think it depends on the organization that's putting on a virtual con. Right. And if they do it right, like Anime Expo, they did it, they both did it right. They had their, you know, their guests, they had their announcements. But they didn't try and do too much. They kind of basically said, hey guys, here's what we're doing. It's kind of a stripped down version of what we would do、uh, you know, in, in, in person. And so they still kind of had what I thought was cool Anime Expo did is they still had their、uh, artist alley.、Mm-hmm. So what they did is the artist that had purchased a table for this year, they pimped out their, you know, their page、oh. on, on their site. Okay.、Uh, and they had their, exhibit, like their exhibitors, which like, you know, you'd go and purchase stuff from. They kind of had. Links to their sites and everything. And some of the exhibitors had special deals over the weekend. So, yeah, I saw that. So, I think they, they, they did it pretty, executed it pretty well for it kind of being like a, okay, we can't have our convention. So, what do we do? Let's, okay, let's do it all online. Okay, well, how can we accomplish this?、Uh, they had two channels on Twitch streaming. They were supposed to be streaming on YouTube. But、uh, from what I heard, the opening ceremonies right after they did the intro, and I forgot who it was that was. You know, doing the introduction right as he, they said hello, YouTube cut it and said、uh, it was,、uh, they were cutting it for copyright infringement. Oh, Jesus. And so I was like, fucking really? Like, this is why people are going to quit using YouTube. These are problems I keep hearing. You have professional people streaming, people who have licenses for these types of things, and YouTube gives no shits. They're like, nope, disconnected because their algorithms are triggered when they hear certain copyrighted music. Dude, that would make me so angry if I was running a virtual con. Yeah. Well,、and、I think that's why they went with Twitch as well. Yeah.、Um, well, Twitch they, at least just mutes. Yeah. That's the thing is because I remember watching、um, 
oh, what was it? I think it was a wrestling event um, from Japan, uh-huh. and they they muted some of the music because over here they don't have the rights to mm-hmm. to play it. I guess, right, yeah. Um, or the and the people that were streaming it would play something else over that was similar. I think the only thing I got upset about was there was one wrestler it was his like retirement weekend for like you know the chi wrestled both nights at, a, at an event and they wouldn't play his music over here which kind of pissed me off because i was like well that's one of the things about him is his fucking entrance music and like the shit that you know you're letting people play over it doesn't even sound similar so anime expo Light did a really great job uh, i think funimation for their first time kind of throwing a con did pretty good. Uh, there are some things I wish they would have done differently. I, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm being very nitpicky and saying, could you, they could have put the times in Pacific. Um, but overall it wasn't uh it wasn't a bad experience for either. So it was a good fan experience. Oh yeah. They, they did, they did everything they could to make, kind of give that feel of, you know, a convention. And why was there two of them at the same time? Like um, that's, do you, were they doing that? On purpose I don't know if that was done other. on purpose or if Funimation is like, well, hey, you know what? Let's have our own thing over the weekend. Like, let's do our own thing. It sounds like some fuckery going on. Um, so I don't know if like they took the, some of the events that they would have had at NMX and said, hey, we're going to put on our own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, too, like you're going up like you're you're Funimation. Yes, you're backed by. Yes, you're kind of in a partnership with Sony. Right. But you're also going up against Anime Expo, which is the biggest anime convention in the U.S. Yeah. Um, Seems strange that they would. Yeah, do that. It, it was kind of a weird thing, but. I just feels like they took a lot of their events or panels they would have had at Anime Expo, mm-hmm. and there's like, well, we have enough to do our own thing, so let's do our own thing. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So it was really good, and you know, would would I would I be okay with them doing it again? Yes. Do I want them to? Only if they really have to. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got to have the immersion. I, the whole idea of going uh, going to a convention is the experience. Yeah. You know, if you. It sounds to me like a virtual con's kind of like a, you know, digitally shopping. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's kind of like to hold you over. Yeah, you know it's that midnight snack that you know you go down. You know I don't really need it, but you know you get it because then it'll hold you over till the morning. Yeah, I understand. And listen, I as an anime fan, I'm great. That was very gracious of them to do something like that because they didn't need to do it. I'm sure it was a lot more effort than it was worth. I'm sure. Yeah. Because of all the kinks they had to work through. This is an entirely new experience. None of us are used to doing these types of things. The fact that, you know, one of them went dark on YouTube the moment they started. It's a it's it's a cluster. It's a new thing. Yeah. So the fact that they were willing to even put something on was, you know, yes, it's well, appreciated. It, it shows that they like they care about their fans because a lot of people make plans for Anime Expo years in it, you know, not yeah. years in it, but a year in advance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, people will like once they announce, you know, once, you know, I remember like, so, you know, once, you know, I think the last one I went to was 2017. Once 2017 was over, everybody was already making plans for 2018. Um, you know, they're already like, hey, like who wants to share a hotel? Like, hey, who's going to go? Hey, did you know anybody have any cosplay plans like do you does anybody want to you know group up for a group cosplay or something and you know anime expo is, is has exploded because i remember going when it was at um it was in smaller convention centers and then it blew up and now you know it's at the uh it's at the state you know at the uh, state not the stable center but the la convention center yeah and i remember and I, this is this is how long i've been going to anime expo i remember when they held it at disneyland wow um, which was very interesting because all the booths that sold hentai had to like literally you oh. basically had to go behind the table to look at stuff. So maybe, I can't believe Disney 
would even be okay with that well, at this point. You know, I, I can't imagine them doing that anymore at all. Well, I don't think they knew at the beginning that they were selling adult, like adult, you know, anime. You don't think they had any idea? No, before. they didn't because they, because that, because the first day it was just like normal. Like they would have, you know, stickers over the boobs and any other, you know, nudity. And they would have a plastic, you know, they would have like a clear plastic tarp over it and you couldn't grab it unless you were in a, unless you like had your ID and you were over 18. The next day, once Disney found out, because somebody wasn't watching the door and a family who was going to Disneyland decided to walk around because they saw, well, you know, yeah. Sailor Moon or Dragon Ball and the kids were like, oh, we want to go look at it. And probably little Timmy fucking saw hentai and was yeah. like, mom, what's that? And then they complained. So Disney had to step in. Exactly. And the other funny thing was, but what was funny was people were taking pictures of people in cosplay walking around the hotel, uh, the Disneyland uh, resort mm-hmm. that Disney then put out um, a note the next day saying, uh, anybody there for the convention in costume, if anybody asks for a picture, they have to have a Disney character in the picture as well. <laughs> so what's funny is not only did the attendees for the convention, but other, but Disney guests who wanted to get a picture would take a picture with a Disney, a Disney character in the background. I like don't they, think this is Pluto mom. They got, I don't <laughs> think this is Pluto. <laughs> they got really creative when people wanted to get pictures with certain people, like in costume. Yeah. They're like, Oh cool. There's Donald back there. Click there in the picture. So Dude, but, that is that is a a disaster waiting to happen. You I know cannot what? believe they had ever signed off on that. You know what though? It was probably one of the funnest anime expos I've ever been to. Like, it just the the whole weekend was funny because of all the stuff. Daisy was like, "Hey, we're glad you guys are here, but here are a few things that we need you to do." I'm sure there are some little kids that went to Disneyland. They were 11, 12 years old, and they left that park <laughs> completely they- changed for life. Oh, probably. They're like, I still remember that time I saw some hentai boobs. <laughs> they probably didn't even know what it was hentai. They're just like, I saw cartoon boobs. I saw tentacles. Oh, God. And my wasn't wonderful. <laughs> but so that's so I that's think once conventions return, I think they're all going to come back like in a really big way. Yeah. Um, see, the thing about the virtual con is you can't see any of those hot booth babes. You don't know those anime chicks walking around. <laughs> That's, I mean, come on. Well, a lot of, well, a lot of people that were, I mean, you can go to my free cams and open that up while you're watching the virtual con and then kind of get that experience. Like, you know, my free cams, virtual con, put them together in a dual screen. And suddenly you can kind of have that experience. I, is that what you did this week? Is that what you did? Yes, I did, oh, did that. that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Few... That was, that was, that, that you sounded like you, you sound like you knew what, what was going on there pretty, pretty well there. So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. But uh, no, actually, a lot of cosplayers did uh, Instagram like where they would each day they would post like different costume or two that they had that they were originally going to, you know, debut at the convention. So, you know, you still kind of had that feel, but yeah, you would have to be watching on Instagram. So, you know, a lot to do, a lot to, you know, try and like to capture that feel and and whatnot. So. So what came out of these cons anyways? So any good news? A lot of good news came out of this. And for anybody listening who usually knows the trio that's in this studio, uh, today we are without our good brother David Sabal. Uh, he may or may not have the COVID. Uh, we hope he doesn't, so that he can join us again. So we wish him a speedy recovery and a hopeful not uh, COVID positive. Yeah, we so, don't want to be here in two weeks. You know. Yeah, not here in two weeks. Yeah, or one saying, of us uh, well, David has passed. We definitely don't. I wanna. swear to God, I will fucking rage on people who don't wear masks at that point. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's get into the announcements. So Viz Media, um, Viz Media had some announcements as far as what new manga titles are going to be releasing. 
Uh, one of the first ones, which is actually a spinoff uh, and kind of a side story to one of the one of their current big properties, which is Dr. Stone, which is all about the world after people turn to stone and this kind of boy genius breaks out. Uh, his name's Senku. He is a you know scientific genius and he's just in high school. He figures out how to turn people back from stone and how they kind of start living this like very uh, primitive life with trying to recreate some more modern uh, amenities. Mm -hmm. This is basically uh, what did humanity's final astronaut, Byakuya Ishigami, which is Senku's dad, do when he saw everyone on Earth turn to stone from the International Space Station? Um, So this is basically about him. So it's about kind of starts off before the incident that takes place in the main storyline where he's kind of talking to his son and he goes up into space to the International Space Station and he sees what happens. So it's kind of about what he does and how his part of the story goes. So um, it's called Dr. Stone Reboot Biakuya. And it comes out uh, spring of 2021 in print and digital. And this is one of the big announcements. This is one of the big announcements because Dr. Stone is one of their bigger ones. It's a big thing on uh, Crunchyroll, Funimation. Uh, it's actually a pretty good one. I've, I've been enjoying it, so I'm interested to see how this one goes. How it, old is it? Because it says it's a reboot, or is that just the title? That's just the title. Okay. So it's, this is essentially a side story. And it's done by the creator, as w- the original creator is written and drawn by the original creator as well okay so um that way you, I, you know you kind of keep the stories kind of you know cohesive so if anything kind of jumps he's like oh like this is what he's doing and he comes back and he's on this other side of the planet or you know how however the story's gonna go so it's a post-apocalyptic yeah type, type deal so okay. yeah when they when they like it's like i forget how many years pass and then they all come th- you know he kind of breaks out uh sanku breaks out and then he kind of finds out a way to break somebody you know other people out from being stone or you know turns them back to human you know flesh and blood yeah and then they start kind of trying to rebuild society by recreating certain things with you know what they have okay. and his like scientific you know genius he figures out how to make certain things and, and this and that do so, they try to bring porn back uh, uh maybe reenacting it somehow and well i think trying to you publish know it. Maybe, maybe maybe uh start over with playboy actually, playboy <laughs> the new the new playboy 2.0 yeah post-apocalyptic version post-apocalyptic <laughs> You like a girl with tires for armor? Well, we've got a girl with tires that cover her titties yes. and then takes them off. You and I are on the same page. <laughs> exactly. We've already got it. That's exactly what I was thinking about. And then the next one, which is one that I have not read, but I actually reading about this prequel makes me want to read this series now. So it's called uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero or translate to Sorcery Fight. Okay. Uh, it's coming on early early 2021. I uh, believe they mentioned probably January. So the synopsis is Yuta Okotsu is haunted ever since his childhood friend Rika died in a traffic accident. Her ghost is stuck with him, but her spirit does not appear as the sweet girl Yuta once knew. Instead, she manifests as a monstrous and powerful entity mm. who fiercely protects him, unable to control Rika's violent behavior. Utah is helpless to stop the bloodshed that follows from her brutal vengeance. Sounds steamy. As a result, when apprehended by Jujutsu sorcerers, the secret guardians of the world trained to combat forces like Rika, Yutu wishes to be completely isolated so that no one else can get hurt. So is this an anime or just a manga? This is a manga. The okay. original series, Jujutsu Kaisen, has an anime. Okay. 
Um, so there's a lot of buzz about this. Uh, people are super excited. Everybody's like, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen is great. They're happy that Viz is backing this. Um, and so hopefully uh, a manga, you know, an anime adaptation comes of this. Um, I believe it's like a four chapter prequel from what I was reading. Uh, it, it sounds really cool. And like the original series, the regular series sounds just as cool. So uh, this is definitely one uh, I'll be reading. And also, too, it's really great uh, if you have the Viz Media app. Uh, or the Shonen Jump app, you can, you know, it's like two bucks a month and you can read all their, their manga. Really? Two bucks a month? I think it's like, two, yeah, it's like two bucks a month or something like that. Three bucks a month or something. It's super cheap. I actually might check that out. Yeah, it's great because you can down, uh, the way it works is you can download up to seven chapters uh, or seven volumes of a manga. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, seven days to read it. And then it just undownloads from your uh, device. So. I um I don't know about the synopsis. They love these these haunting stories. These characters who are bound to each other, mm-hmm. typically a male and a female. Well, it's, I mean that's and I mean the, the, the whole the whole spirit thing is you know, and the binding is kind of a big thing in in, in Japanese culture. You know, you have yeah. a lot of folklore. Yeah, you yeah. have a lot of folklore with that. You have, I mean, Juan. You know, uh, is that way? Uh, the ri- I mean, the ring. Did you say Juon? Juon, yeah. Juon. J-U-O-N. Is that like the human torch, the Jewish version? No. Like, Juon! Jesus. He gets extra Jewy and no. he fights Nazis. <laughs> gets him with matzo balls and Jesus bagels. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it just... went so far with that. It sounded like it said Juon. Yeah, but it's, it's the one... It's They did the remake in America with Sarah Michelle Gellar, and it was about a haunted like house with a spirit attached to it that died there one of his powers is he summons like his grandmothers a bunch of a bunch of yentas they just kind of talk <laughs> your ears off jesus i i would i would watch that yenta powers activate yeah god so that was another big one um so that's gonna be interesting when that comes out i'm gonna everyone's like oh you should read you know the the prequel before you read the main series well, I want to read the main series because I don't want to, I can't fucking wait to, you know, for fucking January to come around. I mean, shit, maybe our society won't be around by then. Who fucking knows? Yeah, but now I'm going to be adding an <sighs> extra 2 $3 a month to my bills because I'm definitely going to subscribe to this, this digital reader. Yeah, well, I mean, when you see all the stuff they have on there, though, Mike, like, the 3 bucks is yeah, a pretty sweet fucking deal. No, it is. You, you really don't miss it, but when you stack it on top of so many other things. Oh, yeah, that's... I'm going to have to cancel my Pornhub premium subscription. Wow, you pay for that, huh? No, come on. Oh, okay. Don't, don't be, don't be, ridic- like, don't be ridiculous. I was like, Jesus Christ, Mike. Uh, it's not better of Sometimes you. there's a, you know, desperate times every once in a while. When you, <laughs> see, when you see that one video thumbnail and you just can't find it, no matter where you look, you're like, fuck, I'm just going to commit. Not even the Russian sites have it? No. Goddamn. Fucking pervert. I hate that you're in my head right now. <laughs> And then another big announcement was the uh, coming from the My Hero Academia camp. Uh, a new manga is coming out called My Hero Academia Team-Up Missions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the aspiring heroes of My Hero Academia team up with pro heroes for action-packed missions. So to prepare for the next generation of heroes of for real-world hero work, the ambitious team-up mission program pairs groups of students with pro heroes to go on action-packed missions where they learn to use teamwork to defeat villains. So this is kind of like in the show when they... They go on like their work program. They get teamed up with a hero. Right. And then the hero kind of teaches them like how to go patrolling and then do this, like what to do. Um, so this is kind of one of those things like we have like the Marvel team us where you have, you know, Wolverine and Spider-Man teaming up to take on Doc Ock or something. And 
But this is more so with, uh, you know, the characters from My Hero Academia and the pros. And this is actually pretty cool because this kind of takes a little bit from the show and, you know, does kind of like, you know, while they're going through their training, you know, what missions do they go on? Like, what do they experience? So this is going to be pretty cool, and especially for a lot of people that, you know, miss the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My Hero Academia, you know, uh, can, you know, it's pretty good at, you know, filling that void. Oh, is it really? You would compare it to that? I would. I really like the show and I've been really enjoying the manga. So really? Yeah, the show's great. I mean, I've never bothered to check it out. I mean, it's always looked intriguing, but you know how I am with yeah, anime. It's like the, the previews can be misleading and I've just been burned so many times with things. That I just like, oh, my God, why am I watching this right so now? My Hero Academia, when it first was announced, when it first came out, I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. Like, it kind of struck me as like, okay, you're typical. Like, the kid doesn't have any powers. Then he mm-hmm. probably like, you know, they probably, you know, uh, manifest later due to some horrific accident or, you know, trauma. And it's it's not like that. Um, the main character, Deku, wants to be a hero. That's all he wants to do. And in the world of My Hero Academia, everybody's born with a quirk or quirk, not a quirk, but a quirk, mm-hmm. which is like their superpower. And Deku doesn't. He doesn't have one at all, but he wants to be a hero. That's all he wants to do. And he grew up idolizing the number one hero, which is his name's All Might. And he's kind of that Superman, like, you know, big, muscular, like, you know, the epitome of like a superhero. Always smiling, always, you know, there in the nick of time. And it goes through like him getting a quirk, getting a quirk. Um, and then working to become a hero, working to learn how to control his power and and making it his own without giving away like how he gets it. Um, so I would say like if you've always looked at it and wanted to watch it, this is definitely one I would highly recommend watching. OK. Um, and also too on that Viz Media, on that Viz uh, manga app, you can read the manga as well. How is the manga? Is it good? It's good. Yeah, it's great. OK. It's it's one of those ones where the show is kind of is behind the manga because there's so much and they're doing so much with it that it's great when you read, you kind of, you know, read ahead and what's going on, but then seeing it come to life in the, in the anime on the digital version. Do you also, mm-hmm. do you scroll the opposite direction? Like when you read the manga, yeah. like physically? Yeah. It still goes the same. Yeah. It still works the same way. I like that. So, um, so I'm definitely excited for this. I've been really digging all the, my hero stuff that's been coming out. Uh, the two movies have been great. Uh, the video games, I'm trying to get through the first one still, but you know, it's a whole thing. Oh yeah. This has been, this is one of the series where, uh, I mean, I've I've, seen people piled around when the bookstores were open before COVID-19 happened. Yeah. I've seen people pile around the, the manga section Mm -hmm. and just reading it. Usually young girls and some, some boys, but mostly I see the young girls kind of piling around and kind of going through and, uh, breezing through the pages so i knew it was popular they have a huge section at almost every book oh yeah store. And it's one it's one of the big it's what's funny is it's one of the biggest shows out right now and uh what's even funny is my my wife uh, my wife's gone and seen both films with me oh, okay and she so, likes them yeah she she thinks they're great she i mean she enjoys them so it doesn't have the the kind of the weird anime shit that she always talks about <laughs> um like when we we, we watched food wars mm-hmm. um it's like oh this is about cooking like we you know we love watching uh you know, Guy Fieri uh, shows. And so like, oh, it's about cooking. I hadn't seen it before. So I had no idea what we were getting into uh, in the first I think it was a minute and 30 seconds. Uh, 
there is a cook-off between father and son who made the best fried rice. And the girl that was taste testing him when she taste tested the father's, uh, basically, it made basically it was so good it gave her an orgasm. Oh, Jesus! Um, and then not even not even like another <laughs> minute later. It sounds so wrong. It, it trust me. Um, she tasted the father's and it was so good. Yeah, she, she almost the, the father's orgasmed. fried rice. The father's fried rice. She. Okay, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It's all an allegory for sickos. And then uh, <laughs> then the son goes. She's like. No, yours is good too, but his is just a little bit better. And he goes, "Oh my god!" And he goes, "He goes, well, you should try my new, my new dish, which is uh, fried squid tentacles and peanut sauce." Shut the fuck up! No, I'm dead serious. Or peanut butter sauce or whatever. And she goes to taste it, and I figure like she's just not gonna like it. She's gonna do the normal anime like vomiting. No, it's so bad that they turn it into where like tentacles covered in peanut sauce grab her, spread her legs, and then one goes right to her crotch. No, no, no. I'm not fucking kidding. Like, okay, which one is this? It's called Food Wars. Wow. And so my wife goes, the fuck is going on? And I'm like, well, apparently we're not going to get through this one. Okay, we need to review that. Yeah, she no, she goes, you should review this on your show. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, we'll put we're, it on then on whatever show. We're, we're going on a little <laughs> summer break. And when we get back, we need to. Yeah, she, yeah, it's, yeah, that. it's, yeah. I was like, it's about, it's about cooking. What, what could go wrong? God, I've never, like, I have literally never, like, anytime, like, oh, what could go wrong? It's never gone wrong as bad as this. We need to find out if it's shocked David. If it's shocked David, then we know we're all in for. Possibly. I'm going to say five bucks. It didn't shock David. <laughs> knowing David as knowing David, as long as you and I have, I'm going to say five bucks. It didn't. Yeah. You know, what? I'm going to, I'm going to take that bet. Okay. Five bucks. It didn't shock him. Yeah. So five, I'm saying five bucks. It didn't shock him. Five bucks. You're saying five bucks at shock. And him. he's a fan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think he's going to be your fan regardless, whether it shocked him or not. He's going to be like, I thought it was great. David, how do you just. You know what? That actually sounded like David. That was a perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Exactly how you would say it too. What? <laughs> what? I thought it was awesome. No, really? God damn it, David. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. And so, so what else do we got here? So moving on to Funimation. So Funimation had things at Anime Expo Lite and in their own convention. Um, so this is some of this, this is the major stuff that they announced uh, all together. So uh, starting this past Monday, they started streaming all uh, or Monday, uh, July 6th. They started streaming all of Naruto. Uh, so the whole series from beginning to end, English, original Japanese dub um, or, you know, subtitled version. So they're just streaming it for free. Yeah, it's well, no, it's on their service, so you can sign up and stream it all. Because it was on, I believe, Netflix, and then they had the uh, other the second series was called Naruto Shippuden. Yeah, and then I believe um, Baruto, which is about his kid, uh, was on Hulu and Funimation, I believe. So now I guess it's all in, in one place. Okay, um, so that was a, that was a huge announcement. Uh, I didn't think it was that big of an announcement because, I mean. I watched all Naruto, so I'm like, all right, cool. So if I get the like the you know the wanting to watch all of that again, then sweet. I, I don't have to like jump around to places, but yeah. So the the news is that it's now on Funimation's it's platform. On, yeah, it's on their platform. So okay. Uh, and another big thing for our any listeners we have in Mexico and Brazil uh, later this year, uh, Funimation will be streaming in those two countries now. Uh, they made the announcement by showing a trailer, a Spanish dub trailer for Tokyo Ghoul RE. Uh, which is going to be one of the first Spanish dubbed animes on the service. I need to hear that because, you know, we we always talk about sub versus dub. 
And now we got to throw in the Spanish equation in there. I would love to see or hear how that sounds. Yeah. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll share it and everybody can take a look, but I think that's pretty cool that, um, they're going to have that in those two countries now. Um, anime, but you know, I, I'm also, I think mostly too, a lot of people probably already have like the American version. They just deal with it. But yeah, a um, lot of people know you'll be surprised. A lot of people also, you got to remember subtitles. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure things have been out there already with subtitles. And plus a lot of people in other countries know English for various reasons, mostly yeah. because of entertainment. Oh yeah. If they want to watch our programs and, and shows, they don't have a dub or subtitles. Right. So, and they probably speak, speak English better than a lot of us here. So, yeah. um, and then the next announcement, which I think this is, this is probably to me, this is really huge. I'm really excited for this. Uh, Demon Slayer commits no Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train. That's a big title. Yeah. So what's funny about Demon Slayer is that there wasn't going to, everybody was afraid there wasn't going to be like a second season or anything else for it um, because it kind of came out and people were, people were watching it and people were like, oh, we want more. And the creators like, well, if you guys, you know, like more, please keep watching the show. Um, so that, you know, that way we can get it made. Um, and it was one of the highest selling manga and like DVD, really DVD, Blu-ray releases in Japan. Like people over here stream the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um, to where once season one was over the way season one ends leads into the movie. So the movie is the second arc, which is called the demon train arc. Um, so it's licensed to release in America by Anaplex of America in cooperation with Funimation, uh, which is actually pretty cool. So, that means uh, hopefully sometime next year we're going to get a, a, you know, it'll probably be a limited theatrical release, kind of like what they do with a lot of the uh, animated, you know, anime films that come over uh, like Promare and uh, My Hero Academia films, even the Studio Ghibli films that they release from time to time. They have like a limited, you know, like one one week, two week release where they show it on certain days and it's you know either the sub or the dub version, um, depending on what they show. So the story is uh, Tanjiro and his friends from the Demon Slayer Corps accompany Jirojuro Rengoku, the flame Hashira, to investigate a mysterious series of disappearances occurring inside a train. Little do they know that Enmu, one of the 12 Kizuki, is also on board and has prepared a trap for them. Um, so the whole plan for Demon Slayer is that this movie is going to come out. It's going to be the whole second story arc in one in one film. And then season three is going to, and then season two of the TV show will come out and that'll be the third story arc. Um, the trailer for this is already looks, already looks fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I, you know, anybody that's listening, if you haven't watched Demon Slayer yet, it's all on Crunchyroll. It's on, on Funimation. Go fucking watch it. Uh, it's, I literally, did they have a trailer for that? They did have a trailer for this. Oh one? yeah. They like they streamed during the virtual. No, no, they, 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 I think they streamed a new trailer, but there was already a trailer out for this. Okay. After the season was over, um, they already had a trailer yeah, out yeah. for it. Um, and everybody's super excited. So I really hope everybody goes out and supports this film, uh, keeps buying the manga, you know, or, you know, keeps reading it on any, um, on any, you know, digital platform, uh, that way. So we can keep getting more, uh, demon slayer, because from the animation to kind of the effects when you do their special moves kind of has that old uh, like Japanese Asumi, like, you know, painting style yeah, is really fucking cool. And the story they're going with is, uh, is, is already been really fucking rad. And just like from the action to the characters, uh, it's, 
it's quickly become one of my favorites out of like all the new anime that's coming out. It sounds pretty wicked, dude. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Like, you know, again, anybody who hasn't watched it, go fucking watch it. If you have Funimation, it's all it's all on there. You can easily binge it. So the movie is just going to expand on what's already been out there. Yeah. So the yeah. movie is basically the second story arc of okay. the of the of the story or of the you know series, and then the third the third story arc will be in the second air quotes season of the TV show. So. Because that's how they. I don't know how that. How they. Wonder if that's gonna be a little confusing to people though. Because you have it's a TV series, right? It's a series, yeah. and then you have a movie, then you have a series. I, I mean, I guess they. I think they're. I think they're gonna because the way the the see, see the way season one ends mm-hmm. is basically them getting on the train. Now, are you gonna have to watch that movie to understand season two, or are they gonna make it towards almost like a standalone? They'll probably no, no. You so the the movie is see is is the second story arc. So you're gonna have to watch. Yeah, the you're movie. gonna have to see the movie. So you have to you have to watch a season, then a movie, and then the thir- second season. Yeah, that's ki- that's gonna be kind of confusing to people, don't you think? No, because the way the way they've they've played season one, yeah. is it leads into the film, and then I'm assuming with the way they're going, that the way the movie ends will segue into the third story arc slash second season of the know, TV show. You know why they decide to do that type of? I don't. Because um, it seems a little. Like, yeah, for, for people like right now, the immediate yeah. people who are following that, yes, that's easy to follow. But let's say in five, six years when you're just now discovering the series, are you going to let's say you it's on Netflix now. Let's say it's on Funimation and you push play and you're watching the TV series. Is the next thing that's going to pop up to say watch now is the movie or is it going to go right into the second I season? Think, I think, well, I would, I would hope Funimation would say, hey, <laughs> ne- you know, watch the film for, you know, the second story arc yeah. or they put that up next. But most people, too, will go online and be like, what order? You know, where does the movie fit in? And people are like, oh, you watch it after the first season. Um, and okay. then you can kind of put two and two together. Like, you'll, like, the way, like I said, the way season one ends, you'll know to watch the movie. So, deductive reasoning is what yeah, you're saying. I'm, you oh, must yeah. have. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm assuming people will be like, oh, they're getting on the train. Oh, the movie's about them on this train. That's got to be, that's a second. Okay, I'll watch that next. Right. So, not so, everyone's stupid like me, who's confused by all of this. <laughs> What, you're not stupid, Mike. It's just a lot to go on. It's just a lot. You're, you're a smart boy. You're a smart boy. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey, want a cookie? Mm-hmm. All right. So what else? So, and then the next thing is they announced the Attack on Titan Chronicles movie. Okay. That's going to be huge, right? So the Attack on, Titan, the Attack on Titan Chronicles film basically takes the first three seasons of Attack on Titan oh. and condenses them into a single animated movie called Attack on Titan Chronicles. Fuck, fuck that shit, dude. Um, you so, know how I feel about that. Yeah. That, to me, that is just horseshit. Why do they do that, Greg? So Why do they this, do that? So this one I'm a bit confused because there's really, to me, I never really felt that there was like a filler episode in Attack on Titan. Uh-huh. Um, sure, there are probably parts they could edit out that just, you know, were kind of just necessary fluff to get to... Fill out the episode time. This is surely a marketing grab, right? A cash grab saying, hey, listen, for all those out there that didn't give our TV show a shot, here's a condensed version, a movie version. I think, I, you know, I don't know. I This is seems like it's aiming at people who want to get into it, but don't want to watch the first three seasons and just want to go into the fuck, fourth. Fuck them then. So hey, fuck those people. If you don't want to give a show a chance, can you imagine if they did that with a regular TV show? Let's say Game of Thrones. Let's say, hey, guys, I know you don't want to commit to five seasons. But here it is condensed down into a two-hour film. Dude, fuck that noise. That that pisses me off. They did that with Macross. 
And I never understood that with was it Macross Plus, I believe, where they they took like the episodes and then like here's here's a movie. No, Macross Plus was its own thing. Which one was? I know there was a part of Macross that was just simply a condensed. Oh, uh, I, my! I have no fucking idea, Mike. They literally have named that Macross Robotech, Robotech Macross, so many fucking times. There was one, and maybe I'm just burned still, and I'm still jaded from when I was younger because I still remember to this day, super excited that a new Macross movie was coming out. I'm like, holy shit, a new movie! I spent seventy dollars to have it imported, and guess what it was, Greg? It was a TV series condensed down. Yes, <laughs> and that's why to this day. I fucking hate that shit. So I don't know if this is going to be like, if they're going to, it's going to be all new anime. Like they're going to redo the animation or if it's literally just going to be an edited down. Uh, I'm sweating film. over here. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. Settle down, Mike. Get, you, get your paper bag. Breathe in your paper bag. Remember your breathing techniques. Okay. Got it. Okay. Oh. Okay. Good. <laughs> so the next announcement from in, in the Funimation camp was the world ends with you anime, which is based off of the DS uh, video game. Yeah, this, made, this sounds fun. So the game itself has is RPG RPG with fantasy elements set in Shibuya with those that had touchscreen combat elements. Um, it's unclear if the anime is going to adapt the same story as the game. Or it's going to be something new. Um, the game itself consists of a timeline of three weeks, each week containing seven days. Obviously, that's how a week works. Um, each day we usually start uh, with the main character uh, Neku gets a mission from the game master and ends with Neku having fulfilled the mission's objectives. So I don't know if they're gonna, you know, if they're just gonna kind of take that and just kind of rework it to fit into an anime, uh, or if they're gonna do something completely different. Uh, I I've always seen the game, I never played it. To to be honest, uh, I think it looks cool. Um, so I might try and play it before this comes out. Uh, but this was definitely everybody was really excited about this as well. I remember watching it and things kind of blowing up uh, yeah. on social media. So this would be pretty cool to see how they do it. And hopefully, you know, this this meets, uh, you know, fans expectations, because that's that's what always happens when you get a giant uh, thing like that. Is, uh, or you know, a, a kind of a big, you know, kind of cult following of a game. Yeah, you don't want to fuck uh, it up. You know, you just, it's hard. It's hard to fuck it up, especially like the fact that it's, you know, already gotten such a big hype around it and there's not much you know to it yet so we'll have to see how this goes uh the next one which i kind of started watching today and i'm 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 gonna finish it is called super uh heroes i'm not sure how the heroes yeah that's how i'd say it um they're just spelling it uh very clever so the uh from what i was reading on the comments on Funimation site is that this is very fan servicey apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning, meaning there's there's going to be a lot of like censoring of tits and ass. Yeah. Um, there's something else I forgot. Um, I think it was like an interspecies interviewers was another one that Funimation put out, and it was really it was on the borderline of being hentai. Do and they it, censor stuff like that on Funimation? Well, Funimation took that one off. Really? Um, because I think they got complaints about it. But what's funny is, is that somehow all the episodes then ended up on Pornhub. <laughs> and I'm not even joking about that. They that's really amazing. did. That's amazing. Um, Can you imagine having to promote your work by going to Pornhub? Yeah. Like, hey, guys, my new TV series. Or, you know, where, can, where can we watch it? Pornhub. What? Pornhub. <laughs> I can hear you. Pornhub. Porn fucking hub. Okay. Pornhub.com. Go fucking watch it. Um, I can't believe Funimation does that. I don't, you, I don't know. You would it, think that. They understand their audience and the people who are subscribing to Funimation 
you would assume would also understand the the culture. So right? when all this came down, I heard about it being taken off. I went to go find it because I was like, oh, you can find it on Pornhub. Every link for it mm-hmm. was gone. Really? It just came up no longer here. Um, unless that. unless people have changed the name of it, and it's still on there. But I I haven't I didn't find it, so I need to go and find it somewhere um, to see why they took it down. So because they have one on there that's called Seven Mortal uh, Seven Mortal Sins. And it's about all the seven deadly sins, basically as, uh, basically kind of big titted women. Yeah, and they don't uh, censor that. No, they they censor it, but it works within the show. Hmm. Because um, when I because when they announced it, it was censored in Japan. Um, but they use like pentagrams and things like that, like that okay. work into the into the, you know how the show works. So creatively, they yeah, found they ways creatively to make it creatively work. to do it. They had another one which is um. I forgot the whole name. It was like Samurai Girls where like they would have Japanese brushstrokes cover like anytime like, you know, their shirt would come off or like they lose their undies and everything. The brushstrokes would just like magically like boop and you, they would cover it. So this isn't so. necessarily Funimation doing the censoring. No, it's how they were. It's how it came over and they're just okay. keeping it for their platform. OK, that so. makes sense. I thought when you said censoring, I assumed Funimation themselves were censoring things. And I'm like, what the fuck? Really? A distributor is going to do that? Well, that, the funny thing is people getting like, they're, oh, they're censoring it. It's like, you guys have never, like, you guys can't tell me none of you have fucking watched Hentai where. Right. Like, no, that the, the genitalia is fucking pixelated. Yeah. And that, that's all in Japan. Like, it's not, it's not doing that coming over here. There was a time when I thought Japanese penis just looked like pixelated. It was a giant pixel. I was like, wow. Like a bunch of pixels together. These Japanese ladies have pixelated vaginas, apparently. And boobs. That's interesting. <laughs> How is my is my is my is my regular definition penis going to work in a pixelated vagina? Yeah, I mean, how, how does it fit? I don't get it. Uh, I was always told you can't put the circle in the square. But in this, in this case, do I, have to, do I have to hum the the Super Mario Brothers thing? <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm fucking an eight bit vagina right now. <laughs> Every time you put in, yeah, I'm gonna jump up and pull that flag down. <laughs> and then it's and then it's out of nowhere. The girl's like, I'm not satisfied. The flag goes back up. God damn it. Yeah. And I'm going to also play the mushroom man. That's what I'm going to use. Oh God. For this level. So superheroes, which has already started airing on Funimation is based off the manga series written and illustrated by Ryoma Kitata. Um, it's produ- The anime is produced by project number nine. Uh, one of the other animes that's out right now is uh, didn't I say to make my abilities average in the next life. That was way too long. Yeah. That's a long title. Is my phone going off? Here we go. Uh, alien invaders called, oh God, Kisei Chu, I probably butchered that, are plotting to gradually eradicate humanity by draining them of their H energy or libido uh, and undermining human. Uh, no, 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 Mike, we're not done yet. And undermining human reproduction. <laughs> While this issue looms over society, Reto Enjo <laughs> discovers that his childhood friend, Kirara Hoshino, has closed herself off from the world after traumatic experience and is worried about her. He speaks to her for the first time in many years, but their rocky relationship is unchanged. Reto is discouraged by this, but encounters a Hisechu on the way home from school. He explodes with rage when he witnesses people being drained of their H energy and losing their vitality, which causes him to. And then that's where the description ends. That's amazing. Yeah. What, um, a, what a synopsis. Yeah. Their H energy. And everybody's like, hentai? Hentai energy? Hentai heroes? Super hentai heroes? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, god damn, That makes so much fucking sense. Is there a trailer for this? Yeah, there is. There, it's out now. You can watch the first episode, the first two episodes, to be exact. Give me a second. I got to see what this looks like. <laughs> Alien, Alien Invaders. 
anime. No, su- superheroes with an X before the E. Between oh, the e. It's, it, this is the superheroes Yeah, it's called one. superheroes. Yeah, oh, that was we're still was, talking about that Yeah, that one. was the superheroes one. Let's see what it looks like. Yeah, we'll see. We'll get Mike's reaction to the trailer here. Let me look at this. Drained of your libido and age energy. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. We'll put this trailer up on our page. Yeah. This is, I'm not going to lie, Greg. <laughs> this is a little creepy. Dude, Tristan, when I watched, I'm like, fuck, really? Like, I would feel so weird if I was working on this project. And listen, I get the Japanese culture. I understand. I'm not judging. But this comes off as a little creeptastic. But what's, what, what's funny, well, what's kind of funny is like reading the comments and then I'm like, I'm like, fuck, this <laughs> what, can't like, like I'm, I'm like, is this like borderline hentai? Like everybody's saying like, H energy, hentai energy, like so they're hentai heroes. Yeah, and then I'm like, what? And then when like they they do the intro, it's like you hear them say hentai, and I'm like, wait. So is this going to be classified as hentai? Then you think? No, this or are be, they this just is, trying probably, to? This is are probably, they flirting with that? Oh, they're flirting with that. This is yeah. most likely etchy. Like this is fucking probably going to be borderline. Like this will probably skirt that line so fucking hard. And yeah. that's not an innuendo for anything. The that's most just... erotic high school students. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's going to completely <laughs> skirt that fucking line. We seriously, Greg, we need to have an episode where we just get into this stuff, this type of stuff. No, that's, that's in the works. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get uh, a special guest to come on that show <laughs> to talk about this. And who's that going to be? Who's your special guest? Uh, it's a friend of mine that works for the hentai company Faku. Are we going to be able to have jokes or is he going to get yeah, offended? Yeah, no, no, he'll make okay. jokes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he's cool. But try, I, just need to, I, well, I don't know. He might look at it as a work of art. Don't you make fun of my art. It's oh, no. Art. Like, there's, it's, it is art. I'm not yeah, being an he, asshole. He'll, 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 he'll joke about it too. Me and him have joked about stuff before as well. So, okay. All right. Um, and so then the one, uh, one other thing from a, from Funimation is a Decadence, uh, which is, God, I can't believe this is the name of a fucking production company, Nutco Limited. <laughs> They, god damn it! I like how you save this stuff for the end, <laughs> right? So the they've done other series uh, called Saga of Tanya the Evil, and they did the Fooly Cooly alternative uh, okay. recently. Well, Saga of Tanya Evil isn't isn't uh, bad. It's pretty good. I've watched it. I've been trying to find it. I, it's um Netflix. Is it, is it? I'll take a or, look. Or maybe it's on Crunchyroll. I'll take a look. I I for, I have so many things now, apps yeah. on my phone to no, watch yeah, anime that I don't even remember. Yeah, I jump into one or the other. I'm like, fuck, was it in this one? No, it wasn't. Fuck, was it in this one? No, it wasn't. Fuck, where did I see it? Yeah, I think it's on Crunchyroll. So, decadence, many years have passed since humanity was driven to the brink of extinction by the sudden emergence of the unknown forms, Gattle. Those humans that survive now dwell in 300-mile-high mobile fortresses, decadence built to protect, to protect themselves from the Gattle threat. Uh, the citizens of the of decadence fall in two categories: gears, warriors who fight the gattle daily, and tankers, those without the skills to fight. One day, a tanker girl named Natsumi, who dreams of becoming a gear, meets meets surly Kaburagi, an armor repairman of decadence. Uh, the chance meeting between the two seemingly opposites: the girl with a positive attitude who never gives up on her dreams, and the realist who has given up on his, will eventually shake the future course of this world. Uh, there seems that there's going to be like two storylines going on with this. Uh, that was interesting. And by the way, the saga of Tanya the Evil is available on Country Roll. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. I'll know where to watch it now. 
We do need a wrap here, Greg. Yeah. Okay. So there's many more announcements to that. The one I do want to get to at the end was, is, uh, Gibiate, which is the anime that we talked about previously from uh, Yoshitako Amano. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we talked about this before and give it a quick synopsis. The year is 2030 Japan. A virus outbreak has covered the earth. Once infected, patients become monsters and change their form depending on age, sex, and nationality. The virus is called Gibier. An Edo-era time-traveling samurai and shinobi appear in the post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic ruins, helping a doctor who has dedicated her career or his career for researching the cure for Gibier. Hordes of Gibir come after them along with outlaws searching for food. Everywhere they turn, danger is upon them. Dude, I can't wait for this. So this is they the did, highlight for me. They did. They showed the, a preview of this at, at Anime Expo. And they had the, I believe it's the Yoshida brothers who do the theme, which is actually the music that introduced our show today, um, started off. And then they had the cast and Amano-san, you know, give a little word before they showed it. And this show looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the way they kind of mix it, like how the samurai and shinobi appear in our world isn't just like, hey, like we're time travelers. And then they appear. There's actually, uh, a, you know, the way they do it is actually really good. They don't kind of just like, oh, they're here. Yeah. So, um, I, dude, I'm really looking forward to this one. So we, July 15th, I think, is oh, when this that's, premieres. That's next. So, week. yeah. So this will be on another one on our next show um, after a little break. Uh, we'll be doing this one. Because this is going to be uh, a fucking, I, I think just from the preview, looks fucking amazing. And where is it streaming again? It's going to be on Crunchyroll. All right. So uh, that's it for us today, guys. There's a ton of other stuff that we'll be posting up on our Instagram and Twitter. So keep an eye out there. Uh, again, thank you guys for joining us today on Otaku. Uh, Mike, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. <laughs> We wish David a speedy recovery. Again, I'm Gary Darkside Holmes for Otaku. Thank you and have a great night or day, depending on where you're at.